أعوذ بالله من الشيطان اللين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبهين السعين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وأحل بيته التيبين الطاهرين اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد وعجل فرجهم This is the third chapter of the book In Search of Infinity The title of the chapter is Backpacking Rice I was a very active person You would find me involved in various activities, sports, martial arts, organizing programs and functions, etc. I think it's part of the daydreaming package. During the breaks, we used to hang out in our snacky canteen. We would talk about different things that we wanted to do, like start a company when we graduated or innovative research work, etc. One afternoon, we sat there talking, uh, talking and out of nowhere, we started discussing how poor people suffer in the subcontinent. We came up with an idea to start a charity organization in our college. However, we had lots of questions on our minds. Who would be the members? Where will we get the funds from? What are the things that we wanted to do? We said, to start with, let's all Let us all be the members and let us all contribute from our pocket money every month to the Coppers Fund and start the charity work. It was basic stuff. So nothing was written down. We all shelled out part of our pocket money, about 15 rupees each, the equivalent of 50 cents then. We were hoping to collect enough funds to do our first project by the end of the th- by the end of three or four months. However, we came to know that if we wish to conduct any such activity under the banner of the college, there should be a supervising professor to guide us in our activities. We found out that it was Mrs. Sheila who needs to be informed and involved. We approached her and explained our charity program. She was not only not convinced with it, but she also reprimanded us, saying that these are the new tricks that students are coming up with to escape studies and to waste their time and go out of the college campus. She went on for at least 30 minutes, telling us how flawed our plan was and how utterly it would fail and how we are good-for-nothing students. We were disheartened, demotivated and devastated. For the next few days, no one spoke about it. We were all feeling very low. We sincerely wanted to help the poor, but I guess we couldn't prove our sincerity to her. Almost a month passed, and one of my classmates informed me that Mrs. Sheila wants to meet you guys again. After what happened last time, none of my friends wanted to come along. I gathered all the courage, prepared to be lectured for another 30 minutes, and I went to meet her. To my surprise, she was extremely polite and welcoming. She sat me down, encouraged our idea, and then pulled out 2,000 rupees from her purse and gave it to me. She said, one of the alumni visited me last week and wanted to do some charity work. He gave me this money. The first person that came to my mind was you. So here you go. You can start your charity project that you guys had planned. Again, alhamdulillah, never thought that the person who crushed us would be the first person to contribute to this project. So we all got together and thought about what can we do with this money. A lot of ideas flew across the table. However, there was one idea that struck the most and touched our hearts. We all settled for that idea. However, how do we achieve it? We had a small team and no skilled personnel for that task. One of them suggested, Why don't we talk to the cook of the snacky, our canteen? We approached the cook and spoke to him and he agreed to help us out without any service charges. He went ahead and made all the purchases and a couple of days later, we all gathered in the canteen with our backpacks. The idea was to cook some simple food like rice or some pulao or some easy to carry food and make packets of it, fill our backpacks and set out on the streets. 
one on each direction. And wherever we find a beggar on the street side, we give him a pack of food. We stuffed our backpacks with food packets and we each set out on the street. Every now and then I would find an old man or a lady sitting on the street, sti- street side in torn clothes, waiting for a passerby to toss a coin or two. I would stop by them and hand them over a pack of food. Somewhere in a really dire state, women abandoned by their husband with her kids in torn and tattered clothes. The hot asphalt is their playground, playing with bottles and wrappers that people throw away, happy with it and smiling with the joy of those little toys that they thought are priceless. We all returned after a couple of hours. Each of us had walked for a couple of hours until we ran out of our stock. We all gathered to report our progress. Tired, sunburnt, dripping with sweat, but with a victorious smile. I cannot explain the satisfaction and the joy we experienced. It can only be felt and not explained. I think each of us carried the smiles, tears and the prayers of every person we helped. We just sat there for a while. No one spoke a word. I guess we were all crying inside. It takes a brave heart to bear what we have witnessed in those two hours on the streets. Inshallah, rest of the content will be covered in the next chapter. Until then, Ultima Sidua, Khuda Hafiz.